You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. I've not learned music. It's Just the good stuff, baby. Okay, let's go. <laughs> you know what's a really good, this is late for this, what's a really good Halloween costume <laughs> is the, what's a video that lives in your head rent-free, girl? Uh, I see her oh. on more TikToks than anything. She's like laying down like this. Yeah. She has thick-rimmed glasses. Yeah. She's probably one of the most famous people on TikTok. No one knows her name. She's just, she's the, the, the duet person. <laughs> I haven't seen her in forever. Well, she was gunned down in October. <laughs> in Miami. <laughs> Yeah, she was. She had to fight it. She had to shoot that with the police. <laughs> her and her and kombucha girl were held up in the same place, <laughs> like, like the peanut butter jelly guy. Would you know that he died in a shootout with the police? <laughs> no, really. Yes. The, the guy who sings "It's Peanut Butter Jelly Time" uh, was in a, a standoff and was gunned down by the LAPD. Oh man, uh, he was tried to be talked down down by his brother in law, Snoop Dogg. Um, <laughs> oh, the story just gets cooler and cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Sean looks confused. Is that true? Yeah. No, I, I, why would I make this up? <laughs> this <laughs> is like verifiably not peanut butter jelly time. <laughs> Sounded like peanut an improv prompt. <laughs> All right. You're the peanut butter jelly time guy, and you're standing off with police. <laughs> you're his uncle Snoop Dogg trying to talk <laughs> him down. His uncle Snoop Dogg. And C. C. <laughs> no, the, they're, they're called the Buckwheat Boys. They had, I think they only had the one song, and one of the founding members, a non-fatally shot a police officer, barricaded himself in a Las Vegas apartment, took two hostages. Oh my God. And then was it the was, other two members of the group? It might have been the other two buckwheat boys. Um, there was an 11-hour standoff, and then he was found dead. So he did, he, no, the police didn't gun him down. There was shots, but he did. Okay, there was a lot, but a lot, it was not peanut butter jelly time. <laughs> oh boy. This story just got very, who killed Jeez him then? It wasn't the police. I think it was him. <laughs> it was probably him, Tyler. <laughs> who was the killer? <laughs> like a third organization got involved, like the feds got or something. a mystery on our hands. Ooh. A hostage I like situation. This, I like that this album does point out that they were signed by the Koch brothers. <laughs> <laughs> this conspiracy so is, runs even more deep. A third party does enter the picture here when you factor in the Koch brothers. <laughs> also, the uh, the uh, the peanut regulatory commission uh, had had to get involved. They only had they only had one record. Wow. It was peanut butter jelly time. Tragic. Damn. And <laughs> I'm never gonna be able to listen to that again. The same. I'm definitely gonna listen to yeah, it again. Yeah, you're gonna no, listen to it. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be even better the next time I throw it on. You get to like turn it down and be like, "Hey, you guys want to hear a story about this guy?" <laughs> Just ruin everyone's night. You, you get to ruin everyone. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't ruin y'all's night. Uh, oh, no, you won't ruin a night. It's a. That's a riveting story. Yeah. yeah, and people people will call you a liar. The haters will call you a liar. Man, did he die before he got to see Brian dress up as a banana and sing it? <laughs> he watched it from heaven. <laughs> okay, good. Him and Stanley and Stephen Sondheim watched it together. <laughs> They're watching it right now. <laughs> uh, and speaking Peter. of watching it right now, we are live on, on Twitch right now with episode 181 wow. of the Radish Podcast. The first non-themed episode in a minute. Wow. Uh, so if you're expecting if you're expecting costumes, we don't owe you anything. Uh, we're just having fun. Uh, it's just Saturday I'm, night, I'm baby. We don't dress up on Saturdays. Saturday is weekend time. 
Yeah, I'm I'm Will Lauren Michaels Far. <laughs> Live. Uh, I'm uh, Tyler, the Christian gamer, uh, reminding <laughs> you that the only teabagging you should be doing is in a baptismal font with your head. <laughs> oh, <laughs> with your head. Uh, I'm Sean Jinglehorse. Terry, <laughs> pick up no your al- feet. <laughs> no albums this week. No albums this month. Uh, just holiday. Nice. Holiday Road. Hey, hey, hey. The holidays are, are over. It's just one holiday left. It's Christmas. Remember, we covered this. Yeah, you say Christian happy Cameron. holidays before Thanksgiving, but once Thanksgiving passes, it's just Merry Christmas. That's not true. New Year's Day is coming up. Yeah, but that's not count. Christian. That's, that's the next year. Yeah. New Year's Eve and is it not a ho- New Year's Eve is not a holiday. New Year's Day is a holiday, and that's 2022. Yeah. Yeah. It's not on my calendar. I still think there are <laughs> holidays to celebrate. Well. Nope. You'd be wrong. <laughs> I don't know. When's, when's Joel Osteen's birthday? <laughs> uh, April 8th. All right, Sean. March we'll 5th. I'm going to get the Chombo. <laughs> I think I got in the same Within he, got close, he got closer than Andrew got to win his Father's Day. So. <laughs> Rest in peace, Andrew. Uh, no, no real theme this week. However, we do have, it is a busy week for flying, busy week for travel. Mm. A lot of people flying to and from their family, like we didn't get to last year. Uh, thanks to, thanks to Papa Pfizer, we got to, um, here's, but here's Papa Pfizer, Mama Moderna. The whole, all the stars are out. (laughs) And both Uh, Johnsons. (laughs) Now they've broken up since then. (laughs) That's true. Uh, maybe not everyone should be flying because there's an article from this week. Where a uh, a woman allegedly breastfed a cat. Um, confirmation from this comes from uh, a a text uh, from. Well, I don't know if it's an internal. I don't know what kind of interface this is. It looks to be some sort of like pilot communication system. <laughs> but it says passenger in thirteen A is breastfeeding a cat and will not put the cat back in its carrier when requested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the security did meet here at the gate. I I guess you can't. What do you do? You can't take the cat away. It's hungry. <laughs> it's not hungry anymore. No, it's it's seems pretty well fed. I have nothing. That's to not say illegal this. though. Like what's oh, the- no. <laughs> It was a hairless cat. It was swallowed up so it looked uh, like a baby. Uh, oh the no. Cat, the cat was screaming for its life. <laughs> says <laughs> an eyewitness. <laughs> Imagine but just yeah, watching. Like, that. They should have taken the cat away. <laughs> Imagine, for one, watching a woman reach down and pull out a swaddled, what looks like baby, out of her bag, and then start to breastfeed it, only to realize that it's a hairless cat. Just I probably think I was, up. I think I was going to die. Like I think it's the end of times. <laughs> like this, yeah, this, this flight is in the air. It never took off. I'm dead right now. <laughs> this is you're what on, Christ on crucified in Passion of the Christ. <laughs> it's the exact sort Somebody, of sight. Somebody ask uh, an onlooker ask, "What does she do at home if that's what she's doing in public?" <laughs> uh, I think she's she's probably you know able to bottle at home, so it's probably a lot easier for she her. Forgot the pumps at home. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so I hope everyone had a, a safe a safe travel home or to their you know their family, uh, except for this lady who probably probably should punt the brakes a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Develop some boundaries between your and your cats. It's it's better to treat your cats as if they are roommates rather than pets. I did I did leave off a part of this message where it says her shirt was up and she was trying to get the cat to latch on. 
I don't know how you do that to a cat. Okay, so maybe she wasn't breastfeeding it. Maybe she was trying to breastfeed it. And the cat's like, this woman's crazy. Get me out of here. <laughs> At what point do you draw the line, though? <laughs> like, it's attempted manslaughter and then manslaughter. <laughs> like, <it's> just... <laughs> That's fair. You have to ask the cat if if any <laughs> if fluids were exchanged. Then it's oh, geez, geez, geez. Next, Can next someone story. get this, this a- episode to Sarah McLaughlin, please? I just want to see. <laughs> I want to see her hear this story. ASPCA just being like, what? What do we do? Uh, here's an older one. This is from April of this year, but I saw it on Twitter today, so it's new to me. It's still new to me, David. <laughs> um, a Japanese man arrested after dating more than 35 women at once to get birthday gifts. Um, Makes sense. He, oh yeah, yeah. It's rock. Dated, dated 39, 35 women. Uh, he gave them all different dates for his birthday uh-huh. and throughout the year collected over a thousand dollars in birthday presents, including a $400 suit. Hmm. Well, if that's illegal, then arrest me because <laughs> growing up, whenever I had to, you know, go on to like a video game website that was 21 plus, I just put in a fake ass birthday. I probably done that hundreds of times. In my life. So maybe I'm incriminating myself, but he's now been arrested for fraud. So uh-huh. I don't know if you could have admitted that over the, uh, over the loudspeaker there. Okay. <laughs> well, come and get me. <laughs> Is that fraud though? Maybe like if you, if there were, I guess if there were documents involved, if you like, if you tell your girlfriend, doc- a this different is my birthday. birth certificate. Yeah. Like, this is to show you that, yes, I know this is our first date, but my birthday is next Tuesday. Please get me something. Here's the thing. It's, if he's getting arrested for this, that means he's getting some high-ticket item gifts. Who is he dating? Is it the elite of the area? If that's the case. Well, someone got a $400 yeah. suit. Wow. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Let's break this down. It is not illegal to date 35 women. It's weird, but it's yeah. not illegal. Uh-huh. It is not illegal Dude, to give your bad. girlfriend the wrong birthday. It's weird, not illegal. Uh-huh. Does combining these two weird things make it a crime? Um, Maybe in Japan. It's the Scooby-Doo thing. It's not illegal to scare children. It's not illegal to dress up like a ghost in your own house. Yeah, uh-huh. The guy at Scooby-Doo always got arrested for doing that. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like He's not even trespassing, man. This is his peer that he wants to keep people off of. Yeah, it's like it's here's two weird thing. It's maybe maybe it's a crime everywhere just to do two weird things. Yeah. <laughs> they well, got it on two crime, weird things. Then lock me up. That's what double jeopardy means. Yeah, you can do one weird thing. It's two weird things. It's the it's the law. You can you can breastfeed a cat on an airplane. You're fine. But if you breastfeed a cat on an airplane and you're also dressed like that cat, gotta go. <laughs> Book them. The, the best part of this story is that this person, um, he met all of his, well, they call them victims. Um, <laughs> marks is really the, the correct term there. Lovers, uh, we'll say. While working as a showerhead salesman, <laughs> which is the a very specific job. Movies need to be made. I think a movie needs to be made at this point. Yeah. It's a Zola type film. <laughs> A24. <laughs> showerhead salesman. This is Genius. an incredible life this man has led. He sold hydrogen water shower heads. I didn't know there was another kind of water. Yeah, that <laughs> is water. Wait. It's like splitting H2O. It's, 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 wow. Good for him. He told one woman, I want to be with you for the rest of my life, or at least until the birthday. 
Uh, yeah. Photographs published by the network show him with several different women at restaurants and at the park. And one woman, there are two cakes in the background with a message happy birthday on them. <laughs> <laughs> I would... I think Cheaters... Ooh, man. It would have been a feature-length episode to have this episode of Cheaters where 34 women... That would have been women, the whole season. <laughs> 34 women discovered that they're being cheated on. And they all go confront the man with the 35th women woman... Uh, as she's presenting him with, I don't know, a birthday cake, a bottle, yeah, a birthday cake. <laughs> they all come, they all come out of the cake. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's not doing it for money. Maybe he just likes ice cream cake. Uh, I do like ice cream cake, if, but you can only have it on your birthday. Right, right. It's like the one dessert you can only have on a birthday. It's like sweet potato casserole. Can only have that on Thanksgiving. Like that, at any other time of the year, it wouldn't be a special. It's, a, know, it's a calendar locked food. <laughs> Christmas is okay. It's in the holidays. Yeah, it's in the holidays. It's one of two. So uh, free, free, free my man so we can go back to selling uh, shower heads with hydrogen water. <laughs> Give me some of that hydrogen water. I've got uh, 22 days water. before my birthday. Maybe I can try and rack up 34 more girlfriends in that time. <sighs> Happy birthday, Sean. Happy birthday. <laughs> no, we're not recognizing it this year. It's not a good one. Okay. Sean's turning 420. <laughs> I'm turning. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, does anyone have any tells or shows? Uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Okay, um, go. I've got a. I've got a video game that I've been playing. I've been having a really good time. It's Pokemon BDSP. That stands for Pokemon Bondage Diamond Sadomasochism Pearl. Um, <laughs> Pokemon <it's>, Crazy Diamond. <laughs> it's, it's a. Uh, um, it's a faithful remake, and it's it's definitely a faithful remake of the Generation 4 games of Pokemon. That's the Sinnoh region. Uh, came out when we were in, like, middle school, maybe early high school. So it went over a lot of people in our generations. Uh, that was when Pokemon was uncool, right? Yeah. So Bunch of uh, nerds. Yeah. Uh, it was made by Ilka, I-L-C-A, which is a support studio. They've only done support for video games in the past. They've worked on Nier Automata. Yakuza, Dragon Quest games. They also developed a Domino's app featuring Hatsune Miku. So Pokemon's so only, good only hits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> only, only hits. Uh, so they developed this whole game. Like I said, it's a faithful remake. So it's not like the the remade third generation that added a whole bunch of crazy stuff to it. Um, you're getting pretty much uh, a, a quality of life upgrade for the Switch of the Generation 4 games, which I've really enjoyed because I have nostalgia for those games. Um, I think if you are a Pokemon fan and you've never played the Generation 4 games, uh, if, if you've got the money, I would recommend trying this instead of maybe, you know, downloading a ROM of Platinum or something. Um, it's, it's, it's really fun. I'm really enjoying it. There's a vocal, uh, I won't even say majority, there's a vocal amount of folk on Twitter on what I'll call Pokemon Twitter that have been shitting on this game pretty much since the trailer was shown for it. Um, the, the main draw or the main reason why they're shitting on it is because there's a, uh, one of the quality of life upgrades helps you level every single one of your Pokemon at once rather than having to level just one at a time. And, sucks. uh, which like the, yeah. level, the one at a time is awful. Yeah, exactly. That's, I hated that part. And, and honestly, generation four, um, it, it, if I can get super into it for, for just right quick, the elite four and the champion is way, there's a huge jump between the gyms and that. So you really kind of need it. Um, but, uh, and, and you can turn it on and off. You don't even have to use it, but there's some people online who, uh, who 
um, just trying to find any way to, to not like it. Uh, is it the best Pokemon game of all time? No, that's Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2 because you get the, <laughs> you get the mini games. Um, but it is Sushi not... Sushi around Elite. Exactly. Uh, the one where you're Pinsir or Scyther chopping wood, love it. Um, but I didn't have to, but that was that looked fun. Yeah, it was it was good. Um, people who uh, are, are butthurt online... It sold 1.2 million copies on whatever video games version of opening weekend is just in Japan. So Game Freak is drinking your tears through a reusable golden straw. Sorry about it. It's a fun game. I'm having a good time. Check it out if you uh, if you enjoy Pokemon. I will probably get these. I, I skipped. I mean, I'll be honest. I've played Gen 1 and I've played Gen 2. I played the Gen 2 remakes nice. and I played Y. Okay. <laughs> so, so there's a big gap in there. I've missed all of the center of the meat of the Pokemon sandwich. Sure. So, uh, and I have sword, but I haven't, I haven't played much of it yet besides the stuff we played on stream. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I'll probably get these cause I feel like that I'm torn because like, I kind of want to play the emeralds or the Omega Ruby alpha Sapphire, yeah. but also I just want to play emerald, the GBA one. Sure. So I'll probably, I'll probably just do that. <laughs> I, I, either are good. I mean the, the 3ds versions, they changed the story a little bit. They add like, kind of they update a lot of what it looks like and and uh, a lot of quality of life upgrades uh but it is different i didn't like i didn't like the 3ds like style though and like i feel like uh crazy diamond shining pearl uh <laughs> uh has the top down game boy style again it does was... it's got like that chibi it's it, it it looks nice i think it looks looks really fun i just think it's neat <laughs> yeah that's my uh which uh which starter did you go with uh, oh, come on. Chimchar. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking at them now because I have no I have no concept of them. Okay. What would you go with? We got Chimchar, which is a chimpanzee. We got Piplup, which is a little penguin. And we got Turtwig, which is a little... What? Piplup. Piplup. Nice. What's the, what was the third one? Uh, it's Turtwig. It's a turtle with a little tree on its back. Piplup. Piplup, yeah. Yeah, I, I like... I mean, my favorite starter is Oshawott. So uh, Piplup is, is close enough. No, I just like I just like otters and penguins and Arctic mammals and turtles with guns. Uh, I, I I I think I might like Bulbasaur the most out of the Gen One starters. Ooh, mm. very Taurus of you. Yeah, <laughs> don't you know it? <laughs> I'm still I don't know the Sword and Shield. I'm still going back and forth and starting a new game and getting some because I, I think I don't know. I, 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 I've for months I've debated this and I can't decide between Sobble and Grookey. Oh, mm. it's a tough choice. It's a tough choice. If you want, I can just give you one. Give you the That's other cheating. Pikachu's. Okay. That's cheating. <laughs> Everyone knows you, Pokemon. You don't trade them. You stay silent to yourself. <laughs> you keep it. You keep it bottled up. <laughs> Pokemon's like, a one-player game. It should be. Uh, I can talk about a Switch game. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, I, this is a this is a prequel game. It's a sequel and a prequel uh, to two different series, which is weird. Uh, I'm talking about um, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity, which is the second Hyrule Warriors game, but it is in no way cut to the first game. It is basically a standalone, different experience, and it is a prequel to Breath of the Wild. Um, and it is. Uh, I mean, it's. Hyrule Warriors 1 was kind of like a greatest hits of Zelda. It had like Girahim and uh, Midna and characters from, you know, Sk Skyward Sword and uh, what's it, Wind Waker. And this one's just Breath of the Wild. Everything's Breath of the Wild. It's Breath of the Wild themed. It's the same fonts. It's the same art style. It's 
in all ways but uh, an open world exploration game. It's Breath of the Wild 2 slash one and a half or whatever. <laughs> um, so in Breath of the Wild, uh, as you're going, it takes place 100 years after a massive war. Uh, this game takes place during that war. So you get to see like all the characters who from 100 years ago who you only saw in flashbacks during Breath of the Wild, like uh, uh, Midna and Daruk uh-huh. and all uh, the legendary beast pilots and stuff. And you get to pilot the legendary beasts in okay, combat. That's sick. that's sick. It's awesome. And so, yeah, you, you just you fight these big wars and like all, all the stuff they talk about in Breath of the Wild, you actually get to live out and see. Uh, there's question if it's canon or not, because like, you know, obviously it's kind of like Rogue One where it's like, you know how it ends, yeah. but like, you know, they had to make it, I think a little bit more upbeat for a video game for kids to play. Um, but just like the interaction stuff are really fun, uh, getting to see this whole like war that you only heard about. And um, yeah, just more, more Rivali, the, the jerk bird archer who you can play yeah you can play as you can fly around and shoot arrows oh hell you play yeah. as zelda you can play as zelda like oh, everyone has like a their attack like their sword and shield attacks but also they have like a the sheikah slate attacks so oh, nice. like you can do like the magnesis or the the stasis or the freeze one. gale do you, does or, it yeah. have does it have the little egg guardian baby in this one or yes. is that too okay, that's this one so yeah, he's he, he's he has seen the future from the first game and has come back in time to this war to try and stop the first game. Oh. Which is kind of why it's like non-canon. It's, it's like, yeah. Could be a different timeline. It's a different timeline. So like you you have a chance of winning it before Ganon before the before Breath of the Wild happens. Gotcha. Uh, that happens to the opening cutscene though. That's not really a big spoiler. Sure. Um but yeah, it's really cool. Uh yeah, Zelda has the, the Sheikah Slate as her main attacks. Nice. So she's like picking up metal stuff and like throwing it around and like making ice cubes that she can deploy. Uh Impa, who's the old lady in Kakariko yeah. Village, uh, she is she is Naruto. She is a ninja and she can like make shadow clones out of herself with oh, the Oh, that's Sheikah fucking Slate. awesome. Yeah, it's, it's really, really fun. Uh if you if you like Breath of the Wild, uh especially like the lore aspect of it, I, I highly recommend it. It's a lot of, it's a Warriors game, so it's just, you know, Play as Link, mow down five hundred dudes, nice. <laughs> and then fight a Lionel at the end. It's Very great. Nice. Well, uh, I guess that leaves me. What's, what game did you play this week, John? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Beatles. Still do not have a Switch, <laughs> although it is uh, one of those you know like dream Christmas list items. Just throwing it out there, just like hey, but you, I'm not getting you a Switch. Yep. I'm sure one of our listeners <laughs> not <will> to you. <laughs> <pitch in. laughs> one of my 34 girlfriends will. Um, maybe they pitch in together. Uh, instead, I decided to check out the. Uh, do we have a character for Disney Plus? Do we have a, a canonical? A Mr. Disney Plus? Yeah, I don't remember. I know there's the stream. It's, it's just Walt Disney Plus, who's a bionic version of Walt Disney. <laughs> Hello there. I'm the disembodied head of Walt Disney. Now, okay. Hello, uh, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um,. But Disney Plus, uh, this past Thanksgiving, released a the first part of a documentary series directed by Peter Jackson, um, and is the same vein of uh, They Will Not Grow Old. Um, it is a just collection of restored footage from a moment in time, and this moment in time just happens to be the month and I think three week period that the Beatles were recording their last album, Let It Be, which mm. got right behind me. Um, wow! Yeah, you found it. I did. Uh, there it is. This is actually uh, show and tell little uh, B. Uh, this is the new 2020 remaster done by uh, Giles Martin and Sam O'Neill. Um, or sorry, Sam O'Kell, um, which Giles's father was George Martin, who mastered all of the Beatles records. But on this one, 
for some reason, I haven't gotten to that part in the documentary yet, but they gave it to Phil Spector, who did a lot of weird stuff and, you know, it wasn't preferred. So Giles kind of did what he thought his father would do with the mix. And it sounds fantastic. Anyways, uh, I picked that up because the trailer for Get Back uh, dropped a couple months back. And I thought, you know what? That looks really cool and fascinating. I'm probably going to get into the Beatles. So I better get this. <laughs> and I was right. I predicted the future. The first episode of Get Back is... A solid Peter Jackson length at two hours and 43 minutes. It chronicles the first week of recording. And it is. Does it have smog? It does not have smog. Smog does not come up, I I don't think, until uh, the second episode. Um, But it is, as you can tell by the runtime, it is a documentary that takes its time. It is definitely for fans of the Beatles, hardcore fans, and also just like, you know, folks who want to learn to appreciate the most popular band in the world. Um, a, a band who truly changed pop music as we knew it. Um, and I watched it and it was, it's absolutely fascinating. It is just straight footage of the band as they sit and brainstorm and progress. And like you watch them bring song ideas and play off each other. And it's for, you know, it's not often that you get like this raw of a view of people recording an album let alone one of the greatest rock bands of all time recording a fantastic album of theirs. Um, the moments that I've been thinking about the most since watching, again, I only watched the first episode, the second and third are out now. I'm going to have to set aside five or six hours to watch both of them. <laughs> um, but the most fascinating moment in the first episode is when the camera is just lingering on Paul as he's sitting down in front of an amp with his guitar and he's talking, just shooting the shit with Ringo and George. And he's just kind of noodling around on the guitar and he starts playing this riff that immediately you hear it and you go, Oh, that's get back. And you see Paul just like start putting it together and just kind of like, Oh, this sounds good. This sounds good. And he just like starts putting together the song and he just starts humming the tune immediately. It's like watching a child take its first steps. It is just like, you see this thing of just like, I know what the 10 things to watch. It is unbelievable. It is so cool. Um, And I think that alone is worth the runtime. It is just, it's nice to have on. It's the personalities are, you know, the personalities, obviously, um, the footage looks fantastic. Like I said, Peter Jackson restored it. So it looks like this was shot in the past 20 years when instead it was shot in 1970. Um, it's just a chronicle of a band. Only 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a chronicle of a band who has very obviously grown together, um, but now they are growing apart. And it is an incredible gr- chronicle of that. Um, so if you've got Disney+, Plus, if you have access to it, I highly encourage you, if you're a music fan, to check out Get Back. It is It is something else um and i'm very excited to watch the next two parts but yeah and if you've got i think apple music or spotify the new 2020 remaster remaster of let it be is on uh go give it a listen it's um it's, it's very good i'm a little concerned because i've watched a little bit of this and it's quite good but it is at, at odds with uh danny boyle's recollection of how this album was written uh in the film yesterday uh so it's just like which one's right it's like you can't really you can't really talk about this without talking about yesterday because that's a you got to give you know no one was there no one knows how it went down so it's kind of you, you got to give credit to the other one you know what you know what i'm talking about i do understand what you're talking about <laughs> yeah so i'm just saying we don't have all the answers from 
from Peter Jackson. I think I think yesterday we can make a complete picture. <laughs> it's that one guy two. sitting in it's a the studio one guy recording all of Let It Be and Ed Sheeran. <laughs> and there's an old fake John Lennon. <laughs> old, yeah. I've been uh, listening to a lot of Beatles albums since like watching the documentary and listening to um, good bands. Maybe a hot take. Underrated. They're uh, they're. I will say their albums aren't like the most cohesive and there are a lot of sleepers on a lot of their albums, but when they hit, they hit the lyrics are fucking nonsense, but the melodies are great. There's a Harris Whittles joke where he said that he said like the silver sun pickups are a band and I'm not like a silver sun pickups fan, but I think that if the silver sun pickups existed in 1961 and we're like, Hey, we should turn our guitars up a little bit louder. They would be the Beatles. <laughs> what I'm saying is, the Silver Sun pickups are as good as the Beatles. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. But I mean, hey, it's... They, they got there first. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to uh, getting more into uh, uh, Paul and George's solo work. Uh, I do not. Ringo seems fun. I do not care about his music. John does not seem fun. I'll I'll try one or two of his <laughs> albums. George, George is the winner in the solo contest for, yeah. for sure. Man, like he presents all things must pass like in the studio and everyone's like, all right, George, cool. Mm. Yeah. And he, <laughs> if, uh, he's in the background recording fucking I Me Mine and you're like, this song is like hitting me and there, Ringo's just like, <laughs> pay attention, man. There's a great TikTok about how good of a drummer Ringo was. I've seen those. Of what a weird choice he made on every song. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, every every normal drummer would be like, da, 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 da. and he's like, Ringo decided to go brum, 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 <laughs> for the entire song. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's not technically like super impressive. It's just a weird choice that fits really well. <laughs> I'll never say Ringo is a bad drummer. I just I think he's a bit of a goofball and it's hard for me to take him seriously. Man was named Richard Starkey and he's like, <laughs> I would rather be called Ringo Star. That's the thing is that whenever they play any songs, like it's really cool. Whenever any song starts in the documentary, even if it's just like a little snippet, it'll have the title of the song and like the songwriters listed out below. And so Ringo starts playing a song and it says this song is fucking called, I don't know, uh, Hippopotamus <laughs> Maiden, I, Horse Doctor. And it just says Richard Starkey. And I was like, oh, it's not even his song. And I was like, wait a second. Look up Richard Starkey. It's him. <laughs> Man with Sting. He could have been Ricky Starkey. Yeah. Could have been Rick Starkey, but no. Instead, he was like, I'm not going to be called Gordon Sumner. I'd rather be called Sting. Well, that's a way cooler name than Gordon Sumner. That though. is true. But anyways, <laughs> watch Get Back. It's it's fascinating. What's what Johnny Cash's real name? Because that's, once you think about it, that's that's a fake sounding name. John Credit. It is John Cash. Yeah, it's wow. John Cash. Johnny Cash is a cool name. Yeah. But now we don't have either Johnny Cash, Steve Jobs, Bob Hope, or Stephen Sondheim. <laughs> What's Adele's real name? <laughs> Adele Dazeem. <laughs> Adele Weimaraner. <laughs> they wrote for the dog. It's a Weimaraner? Okay. It's, it's Adkins. Oh. Adele Adkins is a woman... That's that's a lunch lady name. That's a kind old woman who you see every day and you have a lovely relationship with. She does have two middle names, so she might be an assassin. Oh. <laughs> uh, hmm. Before we move on to our fourth segment, we forgot we were supposed to be doing commercials now. I didn't um, forget. I had that lined up. Oh. 
We just we just breezed on past it. Sorry, Will. Uh, <laughs> no, no ahead, it though. sounds like you're breezing on towards it. Oh, breezing on towards it right now. Uh, we're doing commercials now. Yeah, for shows on the IndieSource network. Uh, so we're getting that started. We just recorded our commercial, and we want to listen to it live. Uh, then we're going to play the actual commercial after that. For yeah. Podcast. For yeah. Best podcast. <laughs> it we'll would be really weird for us to play our own commercial <laughs> yeah. and then be like, and good luck to everyone else. <laughs> All right. Hey, everyone. It's the Radish Podcast boys here to ask you very kindly to listen to our show. It's on the IndieSource network, and it's, it's you know, it's a show-and-tell podcast, so it's kind of like uh, Lunchables, but in podcast form. <laughs> it's like the school announcements if your entire high school was the anime club. <laughs> Radish is like a silent film if the silence was fart noises and the film was fart noises. It's kind of like a hayride through hell. <laughs> it's like, you know when a baby tells you a story? <laughs> Radish is like the feeling you get when you get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop. You're young, you're naked, and you're standing next to an owl. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of like all those things, and maybe not like any of them at all. In any case, we invite you to check it out. Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, and especially andysaurus.com. You guys were like, we should listen to it live. And I was like, I've heard all of those jokes 400 times. <laughs> right? That's right. Thank you for editing that. Thank you, Will. That's great. Yeah, yeah. It sounds wonderful. It does. Now here's our here's our actual ad break for Best Pal Guest. Hello everyone, my name is Griffin Reynolds. And I'm BJ Guest. And we are the hosts of the Best Palcast. It's a show where two best friends discuss video games, movies, TV, and everything in between, such as the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who would win in a fight? Samwise Gamgee? Psh. Or Axel Foley, yes. <laughs> and we even have guests like Andrew Gebbia and Alex Melton. If this sounds like a rip-roaring good time to you, then swing on by. We have new episodes that drop every Wednesday. And we record live on twitch.tv slash thebestpalcast on Tuesdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We hope to see you there. Yay! <laughs> also funny and great. Listen to Best Pal Also Podcast. great. Friend of the show. Best Pal Boys are <laughs> fantastic. Even though I got, I got, I got problems because Griffin made a snarky tweet about Georgia today. Oh. About Georgia Tech, sorry. Oh. Uh -oh. Georgia Tech doesn't get many first downs, and all I have to say is, yeah. <laughs> We're not playing your commercial because of that. <laughs> you don't have to tell us how bad we are. No. <laughs> um. Cool. We got, we got a fourth segment. <laughs> I think so. Tyler's about right. to breeze past that too. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, everybody. Tyler's question. <laughs> Tyler's playing uh, Pokemon Shine on You Crazy Diamond. Uh, so, so we're, we had Tyler had this idea a little while ago. I did steal it from my episode because of Tryptophan. But uh, <laughs> if you had to create create your own your own Pokemon, your own pocket monster, uh, what would it be? And describe it for the whole class. I've prepared a couple, but I want to hear y'all's first. Tyler, you are the the, the expert here. Yes. Uh, the so very can, esteemed position of, of the guy on the podcast who knows the most about Pokemon. <laughs> let me tell you. Every podcast always has one. one. <laughs> it's always one. And, and ladies love it. Let me let me tell you. Uh, so I, I invented a few Pokemon that would be found in a region populated by only Pokemon that uh, are inspired by the podcast Radish. Oh, so I have God. four different Pokemon here. Um, one of them is an evolution line. Um, but uh, I, I drew them 
uh, to give like a, a, a like a visual aid. So I, I will describe them for folks who are listening on the podcast. But if you want to see my beautiful artwork, you should tune in twitch.tv slash radish pod. So the first Pokemon that I designed for the radish um, radish region is kind of like the Rattata of of the region. It's the, the rodent that you find everywhere. And of course, it's a possum. It's a radish possum. He's called Lil Radley. Oh my god. Oh <gasps> can you guys he's got see him? two names? He's got two <laughs> names. He's a little guy, he's got a radish for a head, and he's got radish uh leaves for a tail. Oh. That's Lil Radley. Very sweet. He looks like little brother to one legged dog. <laughs> yeah, he, where's the possum in that, Tyler? <laughs> he does look kind of like a squirrel. I, I kind of realize that now that I am uh, looking looks, at it. He looks like one of those dogs that get groomed and you feel bad for. <laughs> Does. I assume that Big Radley is next. <laughs> <laughs> no, he evolves into Radford. And let me tell you, oh Radford God. does not fuck around. He has flip your house over. He's Jesus. got boxing gloves. He's got boxing gloves on. That's just strong bad. <laughs> yeah. It's uh for folks who are who are listening, uh he's got a radish head, he's got a very strong muscly bod. Uh, and he's got he's boxing Dorito gloves. shaped. <laughs> he's definitely Dorito shaped. His pecs are big. He's got a f- six pack. I think that's six hearts pack. bigger. Hearts, hearts humongous. Let me tell you. Capacity looks, to love. <laughs> it looks like the reindeer who would come beat you up once the elf on the shelf snitches on you. That's <laughs> that's arm point chopper you've drawn. <laughs> All right. Next, I've got. Uh, this is just one. It's just one Pokemon. Doesn't evolve. It's chicken feet. Uh, it's a chicken that's got human legs and he's got he's got sunglasses on. That's a real real Isle of Doctor Moreau you've got there. <laughs> for those of us, uh, for those of you listening, uh, the most detailed part of this picture is the feet. Uh, it's a, a lot of a lot of hair and shading on them feet. Yeah, yeah, there is. I, took I, a lot I spent, of a, I spent a lot of time. I have a lot of practice. Okay. <laughs> drunk chickens, drunk chickens. Uh, next, I've got. Um, shoot, I lost one. Okay, so here is the legend. There's a, here's the legendary Pokemon for the Radish region, uh, and there's regional variants. This is Skunk Ape. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Skunk Ape, and he's poison and dark type. He's just is he a guy. wearing someone's face. It looks like Jimmy Fallon <laughs> in a gorilla costume in a car wash. <laughs> Yep, that's him. That's Skunk Ape. There's regional Does, variants too. There's a Bigfoot version and there's a Yeti version. Oh, nice. Is there a garbage ape? Um, this is pretty much the garbage ape. This is Skunk Ape. Bang, this is the banging two one. trash cans together. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there's also Badass Ape, who's Dragon and Lightning type. Or like nice. Cool. He's like right. Last one. Last one. And this is one that I just kind of uh, threw together. This is Hydra Giraffe. It's a Hydra Giraffe. That's good. I like that there was a first draft of the name that you've crossed out. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't ready for that one. No, they weren't. Hi, hi giraffe. <laughs> I mean, people, people at home, you can imagine this one. It's a giraffe with three necks and heads. Three very, very noodly necks. Yeah, those necks yeah. do not have spines in them. They they swirl around like snakes. Horrifying, horrifying image. It, it killed the jars of hearts. Well, let's hear your Pokemon. Yeah, Sean, what have you what have you prepped for the class? All right, so as we've established earlier, I have a very basic knowledge of Pokemon having played all of two games a little bit. Um, so Are you t- tied with me? <laughs> I haven't played as much as you, I'm sure. 
Well, yeah, who's maybe. to say? Um, so I, instead of going, you know, different types of Pokemon, and I instead wanted to focus on one. And I really tried to think of a sort of Pokemon that we haven't seen yet. Um, in my basic, my limited knowledge of Pokemon. So correct me if we have seen this. But I want you to imagine, we've got, this is a psychic type Pokemon, right? Ooh, we've seen that. I know. <laughs> it's okay. a psychic Abra, type. Abra and Alakazam. It's a psychic and fighting type. So Whoa. what it is, the Pokemon itself, we will never see. Um, but what we do see is the Pokemon dressed up in large cartoon-esque heads and bodies that you would find on the sidelines of fields in American sports. Um, so we're thinking mascot-esque, right? Okay. So with each evolution, the, the Pokemon, you know, like a hermit crab, as far as we know, stays the same on the inside, but its costume changes. Uh-huh. So the the first evolution is called Hoot. Um, it's an owl, owl mascot, very cool. The uh, next evolution is called Holler, and that's a tiger. It's a tiger mascot. And the final evolution, uh, you know, sort of inspired. I know nothing involves in the Mewtwo. Does Mew involve? Whatever. Um, no. no, unrelated. Okay. DNA from one created the other. Thank you. Come on, Sean. Uh, <laughs> I did see that movie. You're right. Um, the third is it's, called... It's simple math. Go Team. Um, and its mascot form is unknowable. So we're thinking like a... a, a, a like the Holy Spirit. Like a blooper or a Philly fanatic or a... a, a USC Trojan. Is <laughs> his name Grizzy? How did I just forget this? It's Gluzy. It's not Gritty. Gritty. Gritty thank you. Uh, so we're thinking that kind of type. Um... So obviously, you know, the attacks are, you know, sort of attuned to its character that it's playing, but its special attack is just called reveal. And that's oh. when we can't see it. Since we are, you know, attached and we love our Pokemon, it does not show itself to us. But to take down its enemy, it will show itself to them. And that makes the other enemy, Pokemon, lose its mind and go crazy <laughs> because it cannot fathom what it's seeing. Uh, and that just gets more and more complex as it evolves. Um, so we're thinking like a biblical angel kind of thing, except it's not saying <laughs> be not afraid. It's saying, who I'm, I'm, I'm a little mad. I'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, Sean, that's an extremely good idea. Yours is a little bit more Lovecraftian, but that is a Pokemon. That is, is. Mimikyu. Mimikyu? Yeah. It is a ghost Pokemon that hides under a garbage bag painted to look like Pikachu. If you look at it, you pass out. That. That's right. Okay. That's okay. That doesn't more, mean that it okay. can't be this. No, here's a little more miskatonic with the unknowable form. Yeah. But uh, I'm mostly mad because the Pokemon I wrote down was a biblical angel Pokemon called Be Not Afraid. <laughs> <laughs> boy, think. Boy, think. Just, just wow. wheels and eyes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's great dang it dang it then my other one, I also had a Sasquatch we're <laughs> just sitting here all y'all are just reading off my list like, oh. <laughs> it's okay we'd all have a gym that we would uh, the three of us would join and it would make every person who comes in go mad yeah. perfect it smelled like a game you know it smelled crazy in there yeah. uh, <laughs> did you have any more no, that was it. It's hoot, holler, and go team. I uh, I created a new type. 
uh, I don't know if this is going to be like type, like a like a type on the charts, Ooh. or a type like a type like how like Squirtle's like a turtle Pokemon okay. type, but uh, it's a dairy Pokemon. Ooh. And I know you're thinking, I know you're thinking cow. No, no, it's milk. It's liquid milk. <laughs> it's, <laughs> there's, it's, there's a precedent set. There's already ice cream. <laughs> right. It's just it's just formless white whole milk. <laughs> and. It's probably normal type, probably dairy type. Maybe maybe, maybe dairy is the only uh, the only dairy type. There might be an ice cream one you can fold in there. Uh, ice cream pun intended. Uh, it's perfect for the younger trainers if you're over nineteen and you're hanging out with what was his name? Who Mimikyu? Oh no, the your dairy Pokemon. Oh, I don't have a name for it. I oh, haven't okay. thought of one. Which is, uh, but if you're over eighteen milk. and you're still working with that milk Pokemon, everyone's like, why? What are you what doing? Fighting type could probably use it, like Kurt Angle. <laughs> <laughs> what what's milk weak against? Other uh, than Sean. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like heat heat doesn't do well. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't do well in the sun. Oh, yeah. okay. But it's it's one special move that it has, kind of like its its signature move. Is it called intolerance? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it does lower your speed, uh, and it does add a poison effect. Gashes. Uh, nice. It also makes you run really quickly. And then, like, so, like, I also, there's lots of, uh, there's lots of, uh, Pokemon that are named after, like, there's, like, you know, there's, like, a, a Suchiniko Pokemon, like, a little white snake. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, lots of urban legends from, uh, where, where Pokemon's created. But there's no, like, American cryptids. And I want, like, I want, like, a Jersey Devil. Oh, yeah. Just, That's what I'm saying. Skunk, skunk Ape. ape. Skunk Ape. Um, well, I got the Thunderbird, which, to be fair, a Thunderbird is is kind of a, a across cultures, but uh, yeah. there's a lot of cultures that use the Thunderbird and Zapdos. <laughs> Who's the dog with the beret that paints? Because that's got to be a French cryptid. Smeargle. Smeargle. Oh <laughs> he looks like Snoopy in a beret. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess if you're if you have a local a local oddity that you'd like to be made into a Pokemon, let us know. Yeah, and yeah. we will. Uh, we will. Uh, Incorporate them into our ROM hack of <laughs> of BDSM Pokemon. I think we would make a fantastic BDSP. Pokemon Pokemon ROM hack. Just design a Pokemon yeah. game from from bottom to top. I think we'd do a good job. The trees would look immaculate. <laughs> That's true. That's day one. We'd fix that damn day trees. one. Get fix the trees. I think hire this man. It should be called Pokemon Tenders and Pokemon Nuggets. <laughs> and tendies. Pokemon ten- tendies. Pokemon Tendies and Pokemon Nuggets. <laughs> and Pokemon Nuggets, weed is legal. <laughs> I love this. Pokemon Next time I'm sitting in the front seat of the car. <laughs> the what? It's not mythical. What is it? Epic? No. Legend- legendary. legendary. Yeah, the legendary Pokemon and uh, Pokemon Nuggets is just like really sleepy all the time. <laughs> That's just Snorlax. No, but it's your starter Pokemon and, and Nuggets is is Weedle. <laughs> beetle in japan so it doesn't doesn't really translate (laughs) all right uh let's wrap it up thank you for 181 i don't get it i never get the cool numbers i never get 180 i never get i'll probably get 420 if i play my cards right i'll write it that (laughs) way uh i've i've been will uh your rival (laughs) i forgot what my superlative was the beginning you can find me at at, at will from online uh i've been sean jingle horse barry and you can find me at that sean barry on twitter sean m barry everywhere else and that's all I've got to plug. Well, no, that's all I've got to plug right now. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sean's got a, a project. Coming Let's up. go. <laughs> um, 
Okay. My name is Tyler. You can find me online at Tyler from Radish. You can find the podcast online at Radish Pod. Go to indiesaurus.com slash Discord to join our Discord. And follow Net on Twitter to follow the network's Twitter. Um, don't go to youtube.com slash radishpod. That's not it. Uh, we have a really long link. We'll probably put it up on our socials. I can uh, read it out. Yeah, read it out. <laughs> no, no, don't read it out. It's a it's a bunch of letters uh, that that don't spell anything. So if you know, if you think so little of our listeners that they can't go to youtube.com slash u c U-C-N-V-R-P-E-Y-K-C-D-S-W-4-Q-V-N-B-Z-B-0-D-K-G, then I don't know what you think about our listeners. Very little, obviously. Um, really quickly, Tyler's Tournament of Champions. Oh, boy. So, last week, what we had? We had Wario versus a duck-sized horse. No, a horse-sized duck. Horse-sized duck. Wario will be back. We we just... we Right now, our champion is the horse-sized duck, but Wario is is definitely one of Tyler's champions. This week, I want to put in a heavyweight. Someone that I imagine is going to be used in a lot of Tournament of Champions in the future. We're going to get horse-sized duck versus Shrek. 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 Yeah, I think it's kind of a blowout. I just wanted to get Shrek in there. Shrek with bad reputation scene with the wrestling moves. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, no contest. Yeah, no contest. Okay. What about Shrek versus Wario? Same. Shrek above Wario. And I, I don't know. Shrek versus Teddy Roosevelt. We'll have to explore this in the future. The, the three round, champions. Round Robin really messes up this tournament. It's got to be bracket style. You you put anything up against Wario, and it really just throws it off so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only true wild card in this world. <laughs> Warrior would have found Bedlan in Pakistan in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Wario got him. <laughs> wow. <He's> been- <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. Bye, everyone. Okay, let's go. <laughs> but yes, we have no bananas. We have no bananas today.